Is that true? Oh, hey, Spencer and Scarlett, my bosses. It's good to be back on the mic with you. Same, but are you going to answer the question? In due time. But first, welcome back to Best Whatever Ever. I am Ira. We took a long summer off and summer fall, but we're back. And it's good to be back. It is. For those of you new to the show, this is the podcast where we talk about whatever. We pick a whatever, talk about it, and then I tell an original story based on that whatever. And a whatever is anything kids find silly or important or... Super silly important! That's right. And I promise today's whatever is super silly and super important and... Gross! Well, yeah, a little. I knew it! But it's gross in an important way and a funny way, I think. Please elaborate. Well, it's about boogers. Gross! I'm out of here. Oh, come on. You guys can handle it. Look, everyone has boogers, and it's, you know, scientific. It's just dried out mucus, and our bodies actually make boogers to protect us from viruses. It's like a shield that helps prevent dangerous stuff from entering our lungs. It's good. Boogers are good. You're making that up. I'm not. It's true. That's why this is super important. But this is best whatever ever. So I came up with a story that is also super silly. Like, really silly. Oh, well. Okay. And as a warning, this story is about a kid who kind of likes to pick his nose. But we know that in real life, the best way to pick your nose is... With a tissue! Yeah. All right. So first, it's been a long time since we recorded an official episode, so I am eager to get to the first story as soon as possible. We had a super busy summer. Yeah, I went to sleepaway camp. And we went on vacation to Costa Rica. And I went to France and Miami for work. And I'm going to New York and back to France in a few weeks. Really busy. Woo! Yeah, it's a lot. So in our time off, we received a lot of fan mail. And I want to give shout-outs to as many people, well, as many kids as possible. So stick around after the story, and I'll give a ton of shout-outs to our listeners, because we appreciate them all. It's going to be a super-sized shout-out fest. Now here's the story, and it's gross. And silly. And important. All right, let's go. Before we begin, a word of warning. This episode is Super Silly Important, with an emphasis on silly. It's super extra mega silly, and kinda gross. Super mega extra gross, but funny too, but still gross, in a good way. You've been warned. Now let's get started. The Booger Fairy. Like most human kids, Alex could be a little gross. Sometimes he forgets to brush his teeth before bed. Sometimes he chews with his mouth open. And sometimes he likes to pick his nose. Ew. This is the story about the time he picked the perfect booger. He would describe it for you, but even though he can be a little gross, he's always polite. And the booger was so perfect that it would just be too gross and too impolite to describe. It was his new prized possession. He never went anywhere without it. He kept it safe inside his pocket. 
He even named it, Fred. He tried showing Fred to his parents, but they ran the other way. <coughs> he brought Fred to school for show and tell, but everyone in class started gagging. <coughs> and his teacher, Mrs. Sewerbottoms, fainted. That night, he slipped under his covers, ready to go to sleep. But his PJs didn't have pockets, so he did the next best thing to protect his prized pick. He put Fred under his pillow. After he fell asleep, he dreamed of mountains of boogers and rivers of, well, you know. He'd tell you, but he's too polite. But it was a beautiful dream. But the next morning, he woke up to a nightmare. Fred was gone. Alex gasped. <gasps> And then he cried. <laughs> His prized pick had been pilfered. But then he noticed a crisp dollar bill under his pillow, right where Fred should have been. And next to the bill was a folded up note. Dear Alex, thank you for the most impressive booger. It is quite a specimen. Probably the best booger I have ever seen in my hundreds of years on the job. I will cherish it forever. Signed. Your booger fairy. Booger fairy? Alex cried. What's a booger fairy? Did I hear someone ask what a booger fairy is? Said Alex's dad as he popped his head into Alex's room. Right on cue. Um, yeah, you've heard of them before? Of course, who hasn't? Said his dad. I was the booger picking fairy champion of Trickleberry Lane when I was your age. And I had my very own booger fairy too. He went on to explain that booger fairies are a lot like tooth fairies, only they collect boogers from under kids' pillows instead of teeth. So when I put my perfect pick, Fred, under my pillow, a booger fairy thought I was leaving it for them? That sounds about right, said his dad. Ah, there's been a mix-up. I need to get my booger back, declared Alex. His dad wished him good luck because no one's ever successfully gotten a booger back from a booger fairy before. But Alex had a plan. He'd pick another booger. If he was going to lure the booger fairy back, the booger had to be just as perfect as Fred. So he went to work. He picked and picked and picked some more, but none were quite as perfect as Fred. Oh, how he missed Fred. And none as gross. After an entire day of picking, it was almost his bedtime. He slumped onto his bed and looked at all the inferior boogers he had picked. He would never lure the booger fairy back with these. Pathetic, he thought. What was he gonna do with all these boogers? And that's when an idea came to him. He went to work, again. He gathered up all the inferior boogers, and there were a lot of them, and rolled them up into one big ball of boogers. Now this was too gross to describe, and he was certain it was impressive enough to lure the booger fairy back. With all his might, he lifted the big booger onto his bed and placed his pillow over it, though it barely covered it. And then he pretended to fall asleep. Sometime around midnight, he heard a magical sounding poof and the sound of wings fluttering. Alex peeked out from under his sheets and saw a very round and very sloppy looking fairy fly towards the big booger under his pillow. His face and clothes looked unwashed, like the fairy had been rolling around in mud. 
He smelled like rotten eggs. Even a kid who could sometimes be as gross as Alex was grossed out. But he needed his booger back, and so he popped out from under his sheets and flicked on the lights. Aha! I caught you. Um, you caught me doing my job? I am a booger fairy, said the booger fairy. Give me back Fred, Alex demanded. Fred? Yeah, my perfectly picked prized booger. Oh, Fred, said the booger fairy. I didn't know it had a name. It wasn't very talkative. Most boogers aren't. I want him back, said Alex. I'll tell you what, we can play for it, for him, for Fred. Winner keeps everything, including that, said the booger fairy, pointing to the big ball of boogers. Fine, said Alex. I challenge you to a duel. Ah, I love duels. Let's play Picorama. It's a booger flinging contest. Yuck, said Alex. But I'll admit, it also sounds kind of cool. Alex and the booger fairy squared off. They narrowed their eyes, and they picked. Whew, Alex dug for boogers, but quickly realized he had a problem. He was all out. His nose had been picked dry. And before the booger fairy could launch an attack, Alex held up his hands and said, I give up. You win. Please take good care of Fred and tell him I love him. The booger fairy smiled, victorious. But then he softened. He saw that Alex was heartbroken. He had a deep bond with that booger. You know what, said the booger fairy. How about we trade? Trade, said Alex. Yeah, I keep that big ball of boogers over there, and you get to keep Fred. Deal? Alex lit up. Deal, he said. He couldn't believe it. He was going to see Fred again. But then he thought of his parents, running in the other direction when he tried to show them Fred. <coughs> and then he thought of his classmates, who gagged. <laughs> and his teacher, Mrs. Sewerbottoms, who fainted. Maybe Fred didn't belong here. Maybe this wasn't the best place for a booger to grow up. Maybe Fred belonged with the booger fairy and in whatever land of boogers from which he came. Yes, thought Alex, that's where Fred belongs. I changed my mind, said Alex. I want you to keep Fred and the big ball of boogers. It's for the best. You sure? I'm sure, said Alex. The booger fairy smiled and shook Alex's hand. Deal, said the booger fairy. The booger fairy gathered up the big ball of boogers, which he somehow shrunk down and put inside his pocket, and started to fly off, heading out the window. But first, he turned around and called back at Alex. Thanks, kid. If you need me, I'm just a good pick away. The booger fairy flew off into the night. Like most human kids, Alex could be a little gross. But also like most human kids, he could also be kind. So, was that too gross? Um, no. No! Blah! Ha ha. Funny. Well, thanks for being nice. Okay, so we have a lot of shout-outs today, so I want to get right to them. We really appreciate everyone who listens, and thank you for your patience between episodes. We used to be weekly, then every other week, and now monthly. Monthly-ish? Yeah, monthly-ish. But we do have a lot of episodes in our library that kids can always listen to. And some of them are good. Some of them? I mean all of them. Yeah, all of them. 
even the ones about boogers. I appreciate that. Okay, I've been promising them, but now let's get to the shoutouts. You know what? A lot of these kids have great, super silly, important suggestions for story ideas. Really cool, so thank you. All right, here it goes. And forgive me in advance if I mispronounce anyone's name. First, we have Scarlet Grace. That's my name. That's true, but she also goes by SG for short. And her birthday is in October. Happy birthday. She has three stuffies who are named Fruit Loop, Rainbow, and Emma. And Yu Ting wrote us and favorite story? Summer is canceled part one. Favorite character? Herman Horrendous. And Colin wrote us and he would like to hear a story about an orange cup of ice cream turning into Tales from Sonic. And five-year-old Evie's favorite show is Cupid Crushes It. Maeve and Colm McPhee want to hear a story about a girl who goes into the forest and finds a llama. And the llama is a warrior llama who battles an evil wolf to free the kingdom. Peter, who is seven, lives in Greece. He would like to hear a story about bicycles. And then we've got four-year-old Izzy from Des Moines, Iowa, who listens to Best Whatever Ever every night before he falls asleep. He loves dinosaurs. Then there's Avi, who is nine. He's from Richmond, Illinois. He wrote in to say hello. Hello. And Everly Walcott requested a story about a unicorn kitty and a baby unicorn kitty. Five-year-old James made up a really cool story about a shark who makes friends with a jellyfish. It's a really cool story. I appreciated it so much. Owen Cooley, also five. His favorite story is Pirates vs. Ninjas. And he told us about something really cool called a fire excavator, which is something that goes off-road to reach fires. Val and Louie from Canada. Hey! Dad, you're from Canada. I am. They suggested a story about puppies who control all the fire hydrants on Earth. Then there's Ellie, four, and Talia, seven, who live in Boston and wrote us from Greece, where they were visiting their grandparents. They speak fluent Greek, and they actually sent us recorded messages in both English and Greek. Thank you, Ellie and Talia. Twin brother Rowan and Avery from Winnipeg, Manitoba, also in Canada, would love to hear an episode about an arcade and clowns and pancakes and maple syrup too. And Valeria and Louis Philippe, also from Canada, like Val and Louis, who I just mentioned. Wait a second, are these the same kids? Nah, because they want a story about puppies that become ninjas. Hmm. Oh, and get this. All the way from Nairobi, Kenya, George wrote us and requested a story about cheetahs. Wait, is there more? Oh yeah! Nine-year-old Samantha, who loves playing the violin, wrote to us from Ecuador in South America. Her favorite episode is the tale of the mermaid tail, and she would love to hear a story about unicorns and dogs. And finally, William, who is seven, he loves baseball, and would love to hear a story about playing underwater baseball. <sighs> All right, that's a lot for today. Thank you so much for writing to us. Maybe don't take so much time off next time. Maybe. Anyways, thank you again for the messages. We really appreciate it. Yeah, 
we really appreciate it. A few reminders before we sign off. We have merch. If you go to our website, thebestwhateverever.com, and click on the Stuff tab, the link will take you to our Threadless shop, where you can buy t-shirts, stickers, whatever, or you can go straight to bestwhateverever.threadless.com. Thank you to all the people who bought t-shirts. Nice job. And please have your parents send us an email with any comments, fan art, or whatever. Or leave a comment in the post for this episode on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter with what you think about the show. Our email address is bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Or you can send us a message through our website, thebestwhateverever.com. Please tell all your friends about us. And please, please, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's a huge help. Until next time. Best whatever ever. ever. Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.